Hello, partners, friends, uh, God lovers around the world, reformers. This is the greatest time to be alive. Don't ever forget that. In fact, uh, I just want to emphasize something I've said in uh, my travels uh, through different videos I'm doing. The, God spoke to me in October. He said, the move of God that is in the earth, the enemy cannot stop it. And the Lord said that to me on a particular morning when I was praying for this nation and just kind of meditating over some things like, God, these things look challenging. We've never seen anything like this in our time. And he so encouraged me because that is the nature of God. He gives us wisdom and understanding Amen. for what he wants to do that is often contrary to the circumstances that we're in. Right. So uh, that's my little exhortation before Amen. we get rolling. As you can see, my dear, dear friend, I call my older brother, Pastor John Heiss of Wellspring Fellowship. John, how long have we known each other? It's been, I'd say, a dozen years at least, right? It's got to yeah, be, yeah, yeah, good dozen. Yes, yeah. sir, been awesome. Yeah. And, and even, even when you're saying that, I'm thinking of, this is the first time I remember you, it could have been before then, uh, the old New Day Church at High Point right. when they were downtown. Downtown, It was right. a Friday night meeting, right. Temple Courts. Right. And I think I prayed for you, uh, your yeah. daughter, and uh, uh, Marianne was there. Right. And then there was a, a voice of the prophets, and right. Marianne came over. She, she ran said, into you yeah. That's right. And, and she said, my husband wants you to come to my church. Yay. That's right. That's right. That's great. <laughs> and uh, I came here on a Friday night. Yeah. And God connected us. Right. And yes. I, I want to say this, um, I don't know, maybe four years ago. We, for the first time, we traveled internationally together. Mm -hmm. And I just have found over the years, when you're in the nations with somebody on a, on a, on a sent mission from the Lord, and um, the people that you're with, that God calls you to co-labor with, you often form these bonds. Right. And we just really, we right. were already friends, but we really right. connected on that trip. Right. And I still remember, I think it, I think it was the first year because we did two or three years in a row together, right. but particularly the first year because it was just us. Right. Uh, I, I was like, hey, I'm going to start off this morning. You take off. Right. And you literally took, you. The God gave you a scripture to right. take off where I was going to finish that morning. It's amazing. And uh, it was just a sign, I think, just a prophetic sign that God was connecting us. Right, right. You know, there's uh, this thing, Abner, about when you put your heart into the nations where God wants you to come, there's just a very special favor of the Lord mm -hmm. that comes when you just say, okay, Lord, I'm just going to go where you want me to go. And then like the favor of God just starts pouring right into that. And that plan, you start seeing things happen. Yeah, yeah. Like that you just normally, it's just like, wow, it's just the God just just pours it in because I think his heart so much for that. Yeah, the 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 go, the advancement, we know we go every day, but yeah. that particular sent yes. Macedonian call. Yes. Um, yes. I, 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 I have identified with yes. that many times over the years, yes. like a literal, you're supposed to go to this nation. Here's who you're supposed to, this is what you're going to do. Yes. Very specific instructions of, of just what the Lord of assignments from yes. the Lord. Yeah. I think it takes a, a realm of faith because it doesn't always make sense. You think, why not just help people over there? Right, right, why right. should I go to the trouble, the expense, or language, or what all the right, things right. that have to do with going things? But I think that you could see that all the way back in the Gospels. Mm -hmm. You could see that all the way back in the life of Jonah. Mm. Like Jonah, 
Go to Nineveh. Yeah, yeah, Go to yeah, Nineveh. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Like, why, Lord? Yeah. You know, there's something about that in God's heart where he wants us to take that step, if mm-hmm. you will, on the waters. Yeah, yeah. To get out of the comfort zone. Yeah. And try it. Yeah. I think, That's what I, I think there's, for especially those called to, well, actually, let me back up for a minute. I think it's definitely for those called to the, the gospel ministry, the apostolic call, the go, the sent one. Yeah. Uh, but also, I sensed even as you were saying that there there was a reason the Lord was having us emphasize that to us because I believe in this season yes. there are specific assignments that we must be in. And even kind of going back to just what came out of my heart when we opened up this broadcast, um, just at this... <laughs> And even when I'm saying that, we're sitting here getting ready for Daniel Summit this weekend. There's a gas shortage. There's a a challenge in Israel. But I still believe this is the greatest time to be alive. And I can't get away from something that we we must position ourselves properly. Yes, absolutely. And I think uh, getting yourself in that place where you can... Where you can make that step of faith. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes God's got to bring you to the point, that launching point for your faith that will take you into the next level mm-hmm. of faith so that you begin to see the miraculous, mm-hmm. so that you see it in a new way, yeah. so that it's not just something, oh yeah, but it's it's something fresh. And the Lord, the Lord is the Lord's just doing that. I've seen that over my whole life, and I, I I'm excited actually for what God has. What else can he do, you know? Uh, about that yeah and one of the things and you you know this is true i feel like until there's a step where our our form of our our form of reference in this conversation but i think can apply to anything is unless you 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 step in by practical application right. you can't discover part of your inheritance Amen. like for me particularly it might not be expressed like this way for everyone for me going consistently as God would send me as best I know how to other nations would I'd receive like I would unlock something I think that was always hidden for me but you have to like I had to go out to that nation to receive right. it right yeah that's right yeah there's that's there's amazing. like there's like places spheres of assignment Certain places yeah right that that you can't it's like you I couldn't receive it just by ministering in California, I had to go to no. Philippines or India or right. whatever to receive it. Exactly. So, I and, and, and even when I'm saying that, I just sense there's a, a moving yes. and a shifting of God's people in this season to position themselves properly for the right season. Amen. Yes, sir. And uh, we we kind of gone a few different places. That's there, okay. But, but it's this, good. This it's is, good. I feel the Lord's yeah, the Lord's pleasure. Encouraging. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You and I have had similar, um, in a sense of how we connected to the purposes of God. Um, I know that you and your wife met in this outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And in this season of outpouring in the earth, can you just give us a little bit of your background, maybe quick? Hey, I, I know you grew up in New York. We're, right. we're both Northerners, right, 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 Met right. fans, right. Jet fan. I don't know. I was a Jet fan from the beginning, Joe Namath. Yes. Yeah. And the Mets, actually, my mom was a rabid Met fan, and 
she won a car at Shea Stadium. <laughs> my mom. Really? Yes, yes. It was amazing. It was a Chevy Camaro. <laughs> and so that's like, you know, like she was like, what am I going to do with this car? I was like, my brother's like, let me swap it with you. I'll give you my Ford Taurus. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. said, sure, why not? But she won it at Shea Stadium. But uh, yeah. My question here, I got to ask. Because I, I always picture it. I asked a guy the other day in the airport, did you ever go to a Jet game at Chase Stadium? I would have loved to. I never did. I never did. I never did. They'd already started playing in Giant Stadium when I started following them as a kid. And I was, like, like I said, I loved it. I played, actually, I played football when I was growing up as a kid. I had a Jets coaches that were actually coaching me when I was, you know, in wow. my middle school age and stuff like uh -huh. that. But... But like, but uh, my parents just didn't go to games. They just they weren't into that kind of stuff. So right, I right. never never could try to swing that that particular kind of uh, event. Would have been awesome though. Mm. So anyway, so I've got the. I want to say though, but what I what I had was, is I had you know God's hand upon me. Before I even knew it, mm. like I said, to bring me to that positioning place or that mm. launching place where we stepped into revival. So so for me, um, it was a friendship that I had with a particular person who said, hey, come on out to this church in Hicksville and hear this, go to this meeting. And I'd been hungry for God, but I didn't know what to do or where to go. Did you grow up in a believing home, John? Yeah, my parents, my parents believe it. My dad and I got born again around the same time and uh, came into the baptism of the Holy Spirit around the same time. But we, before that, we were going to just a good, solid church. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, solid yeah. church, but I never really... I was hungry, but there wasn't anything there that mm -hmm. that God had for me that I really felt like I wanted more. You know, And my life just wasn't what it was supposed to be. You know, I just mm. wasn't there. And so, um, so the Lord set me up with a meeting in a basement of a bunch of people during the charismatic movement. Okay, or yeah, yeah, Back that's what the, I want to, yeah. We're talking... Uh, what year is this, John? 74. 74. 70s, yeah, 74. Wow. So God set me up then, and I ran across, lo and behold, a Swedish missionary mm. on his way to Africa, stopping by, mm. and uh, I got saved through a word of prophecy, a word mm. of knowledge. In this basement? In this basement of this house. I was there, I was listening to the music, there wasn't great music. I'm a musician. <laughs> so I'm going, this is interesting. Not much going on here. And uh, this guy gets up and he says, there's someone here who has been seeking God. Mm. And the moment he began to speak, this guy had this really funny Swedish accent. I don't know if I want to do it for you. But it was very sing-songy. And I was just finding that very hilarious. And he was preaching out of John 3.16, which just about every Christian I know knows, right? Right, right. So it, it, it was the scripture, but it wasn't that. It was Jesus. Mm. I heard the voice of Jesus through a funny accented Swedish missionary mm. saying, you've been looking after me. Now listen to this. But now I'm coming for you. Mm. And that moment, I was born again. Mm. That moment. And the issue was, what's, you know, I'm coming for you. Now it's my turn. Mm. I mean, it's my turn. And sometimes, I don't know. You know, he said, we, you've been looking for me, but I've been looking for you. And now, now I'm coming for you. Mm. Now it's not so much you searching for me. Now I'm coming. Mm. It's it's over. Mm. Like, you're, you, this is it. And I, you know what Paul talked about being apprehended? Mm. I got apprehended. And That's, how old are you, John? I'm six, I'll be 65 at the end of the year. So how old were you then, though? 
19, I was uh, 17 years old. Wow. I graduated a little, right before my birthday, you know, I graduated school. So I was a little, uh, so I was does, 17. Does he say like stand up or well, how's it go? No, he just said, he just prophesied that. Mm. And then I just came up at the end. I said, that was the guy, was me. I just, I'm not the same person. I was just, mm. it's like he lit me on fire with joy and love. And uh, a, several, a couple people I know got saved that night, actually. Uh, met some later. Some guys are, and they're in the ministry, doing the ministry. Some guys are still wow, out there in Glen the Cove. Mm. Uh, John, you know who you are if you hear this broadcast. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, he got saved the same night. He's a musician, too. He's more Italian than me, but that's all right. Mm. Yeah, that's a lot of Italians in New York. Mm. So, anyway. And then... You had this encounter that night. I had did, that did, encounter. Did the missionary pray for you that night? Yeah, I think he prayed for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he prayed for me. But my encounter was sitting in the back, just meeting Jesus. So there was like a weight on that word that encountered you. It was the word of the Lord. It wow. just was. It was It was the word of the Beautiful. Lord. So I, I heard Jesus speaking. And then when I came to him and talked to him afterwards, he prayed with me. And I was different. And then I didn't really know, okay, now what? So I started coming back to that church and uh that particular church in hicksville new york and uh that new year's eve is when i got baptized in the holy spirit so i got saved in august before i went to college my first year in college music school and then i came home thank god and i, I think part of that was helpful for me too because i knew what it was like to be born again and yet i still felt like something was missing mm. There's always been this stirring for more inside of you. More, yeah. Wow. I, did. I wanted the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Thank I'd you, heard Lord. about it. I'd heard about it, and I wanted it, and I, I, I didn't feel like I had it. And I, when, when I was around people who did, I was feeling like, boy, it just doesn't feel like it's there, you know? Uh, and so uh, it was. Do you know how I got baptized in the Holy Spirit? I love I'll tell you this quick. Very yes, similar sir, to I you. Love it. I had this um, about a month into school, had this life changing encounter with the Lord. And so I started attending this this church maybe 15 minutes from my campus. And uh, some people have heard this before, but Evangelist Action Jackson. Awesome! Yeah, go boy. He's preaching that morning, and I was so hungry. And I'd grown up around Pentecost, but I was so hungry. He gave an altar call. And I just responded because I just was like, whatever God has for me. And I still remember, he says to me, son, you're born again, aren't you? And I said, yes, sir. And he just laid on, hands on me, and I and it just started rolling out. Yeah, awesome. And it's like, it, it was like, I knew my life was changed, kind of like you. Right. And it was like being hooked up to bolts. Bolts, and, right. And almost like, how do you live without this? Yes, yes, you're at that point. Like, yeah. where, you know, like, like, thank God I don't have to live. I got to go back there again. Yeah, know? and I, I almost want to just comment to myself and you, of course, but there's this dynamic between what God asks us to do, like I said, how we apprehend the Lord yeah. by obedience, and then he apprehends us, and it's, it's just him. Like, you know, like, so there's this dynamic there. So, okay, I go through my first semester of college, Westminster Choir College in Princeton. So I'm there with musicians and people and all kinds of crazy stuff, feeling the weakness of my life, just turned around, but knowing that I'm just, I felt like something was missing. 
And then at the very end of the semester, God convicted me to get water baptized. And so I was baptized as a, as a child, an mm-hmm. infant, yeah. by my parents. But something just came over me like, you need to be baptized and really get baptized. So that was like, when I came home, I was like on a mission. Like, I'm doing this, uh-huh. whatever it takes. I don't know how I'm going to do this. You know, I didn't yeah, know what yeah, to do. Yeah, what yeah, do you yeah. ask? Who do you talk to? Like, yeah. I want to be baptized, you know? And so... And so I go back and I find my my uh, my friends at a place called Pinecrest Retreats, which is out in northern part of uh, of Long Island, Conscience Bay. Uh huh. Okay. So I call them up and I just basically they're like, "Who are you?" Like, uh, "I'm John and I want to be baptized. When can I do this?" They're like, "Okay." It was like a retreat center. Yeah. So I go there and uh, they, I I study this little guide and then like I get baptized Christmas Eve. So it's like cold. Like it's Long outside. So yeah, that's they don't. They brought you outside. There's no, the no, There's pool, no pool. No pool. No YMCA. <laughs> you know, like so. Wow. So that's that's how I got because I was like, this is I'm gonna do this. Uh-huh. I'm gonna get baptized, and uh, I knew that that was part of my heart too because I wanted to be. I knew there was more, and so the Lord said, you got to do this. And mm. so it's like for me, I mean, not everybody's the same way. Right, right, yeah, yeah. But for me, it was like, this is what you need to do. This is part of your, your what you need to do for me. Mm. And then, and then I was, uh, I was, I was baptized, and I'm like, okay, Lord, all right, now, come on, I want to be filled with the Spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, not until New Year's Eve. So what happens New Year's Eve? <laughs> so I go to this New Year's Eve thing, and back at the little house church, you know, the little yeah. basement, and I'm like. I'm like, I'm convicted. I'm sitting there. Oh, you're back at the basement? I'm back at that basement <laughs> meeting. And they had a New Year's Eve praise okay. party. And I'm there, and the Lord says to me, as clear as a bell, clear as a bell, ask them to lay hands on you to receive the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm Specific like... Specific instructions. Yeah, now, I have been asking the Lord all this time mm. since I've been saved in August and mm. reading and learning about it in the word and you know what I'm saying and then God convicts me to get baptized but then he says I want them to pray for you that's how you're going to receive it I was like Lord what and the first question you many people asked this too I've heard this before it's like but Lord what if they lay hands on me and nothing happens uh-huh you see that's that's a huge thing in terms of a barrier for faith. That yeah, God yeah. wanted to bring me to that place of faith mm. where I had to overcome the fear of failure. Because mm. I've been seeking. That's good, John. See, I've been seeking. I've been yeah, seeking. Yeah, yeah. But then nothing had been happening the way I thought it was going to happen. But then the Lord said, have them pray for you. I said, but Lord says, you know, silence, like, like you better do it. Like, I got the look. I, I'm just thinking something here of just, this lesson that I learned that years ago, in fact, the Lord was talking to me something on the way here today, yeah. very similar as inquiring of him. He's like, you're, I'm not going to give you like a specific word about this. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear it through these conversations you're having when you're, you're asking yeah. for wisdom. My, my, my point yes. in saying that is years ago, I'm really tracking with the Lord, hearing the voice of God, inquiring him of all these things. He's going, this, that, and that. And, and then I asked him about something. He goes, I'm not going to tell you. The word of the Lord through this, or your understanding through this, let me say it like that, is going to come through other people. Yes. And I said, 
why this is working out really well. You yeah, tell right, me. right. Yeah, yeah. And he says, tell if me. I told you everything you needed to know about your life, about wisdom, then you would see no need for other people. Right. And I want to there make you, you I want want to make you aware right. of other people. And I just thought right. about that, the humility of That's exactly like, right. Hey, I got to res- And even this, I'll go this because one this is one of the big things I've learned within our understanding of each other. I believe that God has things reserved very key for our life that will come he wants he they actually want to come through people maybe you have judgments with right. streams you have judgments That's against That's exactly biases, right. Biases all these things oh, yeah. that he's going to go I have something for you here and your your mind goes they might have bad theology or this or I disagree right. with them other and God goes right. you need something that they have There it is There's a humility I am with you on that I, I want to finish the story and yeah, I want yeah, to tell yeah, you yeah, something actually, about yeah, that. okay yeah. So what what happened was they prayed for me and nothing happened at first. <laughs> okay, just, stay with me. So I'm like, okay, God, oh no, please. Okay, so then I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna keep praying and keep praying for me. And then this old man, older man of God named Brother John, we called him Brother John, he came up to me praying in tongues and he just lifted my hands. Hmm. See, it was just- Humility a, again though. It was humility, old guy lifting your... <laughs> just lifted my hands. And the moment I lifted my hands, you know, it was humility, it was worship, it was just the surrender. There it went, it came. Just that one thing mm. that the Lord wanted me to connect, I think, my the presence of the Holy Spirit with worship, mm. which for me is me. Right, it's right. my whole life, you know, mm. given to that. So I want to share something about this other thing you mentioned about, uh, very similar about the humility and just getting from other people. Um, when I first went to Toronto at the uh, at the old airport place that they had, mm. things were really rocking then, and I'd heard about it and came uh, with a group of people, and uh, I came to the meeting and I was just so blessed by the presence of the Lord. So I get there and it's time for prayer, and during the meeting, I don't know if, if you're like this, but at that time I'd kind of been at like manifestations or the move of the Holy Spirit. I was kind of open to just about everything, <laughs> but, yeah. but I had a few exceptions and you may be like this, but I had like, you know, this thing, cause I'd been at temp meetings where people would fall down and kind of jerk, you know, mm-hmm. they get the jerks or the chick, we call it the chicken walk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Lord, like, I, I remember telling the Lord, like, I was at a tent meeting around here, and I saw that. I was like, Lord, I don't know if I can handle that. I I mean, I've been slain in spirit, and I appreciate God doing different things. But I was like, I don't know if I can handle that, you know. So I get there, and there was a pastor from Switzerland ministering with his daughter at that night, and she was doing the chicken walk. <laughs> and they're they're they're, they're guest speakers. They're the guest speakers yeah, there. Shout out She's sharing it. All right, so, like... I'm there at the meeting. I'm dry. I'm hungry. I'm like, oh, God, this is so awesome. And the Lord says to me, as clear as a bell, she has to pray for you. Get her to pray for you, the the girl doing the chicken walk. Mm. And you probably would have guessed that if I said it. But here it was, the the very person Mm. who you thought, wait a minute. See, God knows he cares about us (laughs) so much. He's like, you need this from her. So get her. Number one, she wasn't an older person. She wasn't like the main speaker. Mm. She was the young girl, the daughter. 
you know, get her to pray for you. Yeah. I'm like, well, wait a minute, you know, I'm I'm a man of God. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm the director of this, and I did this, and you know, blah, blah. Mm. The Lord said, no, get her to pray for you. And that's mm. that was my encounter with God and my just my receiving. Do you remember what... What happened that I got you? hammered, yeah. I wow. went right on down and I was doing this. I wasn't chicken walking, I was just chicken the fish, on the, the little bit I of was fish. the fish on the floor. The fish. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Lord Lord's the Lord, I'll never forget that. Uh I never I don't remember the name of the, the pastor from Switzerland, but I'll never forget that night. Just just the Lord telling me, just let it you know, God God can use whoever he wants to use. And it's all about him. It's not so much about what you can do for God, but what he's done for you. And then then, then it becomes more of what you can do with him, not mm. for him. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's always like in these conversations, and I, and I love doing these things with friends of mine, but it just came out of my heart. You're not even it, – it's just – you know, we're feeling what the Lord is trying to yeah. say through these broadcasts, but yeah. with firm conviction, I believe we're living in a time of outpouring. Yes, we are. And actually, what I'm saying that I'm seeing the reign of wow. God and around the world, globally. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm an expert, but globally, I believe we're going to see the greatest move. It's happening already. Amen. I'm not saying people aren't going through challenges right now. We mentioned some of them. And then we talked about positioning. And then we talked, we start getting a little bit into your testimony where you're talking about God giving very specific instructions. Yes. And I know as friends of God, there's times of God goes, go do what's in your heart. I'm going to back you up. Yes. But then the base is always, we, he, he, we are, we are his to command and to do. And you have these breakthroughs yes. in these moments. And so I feel like you're supposed to pray okay. for people watching this. For for just the – and I want to read this here okay. out of um, Matthew 18. Mm. And it's, it's been a meditation of mine, and I mention it all the time in my teaching. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Who then is, is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Mm. Then Jesus called a little child to him and set him in the midst of them and said, Surely I say to you, unless you are converted. And I always find that fascinating because you use that language of conversion. Yes. Like it actually takes a shift in how you approach God. Yes. And become as a little child, you by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Therefore, and he actually, he the way I read this, like this is an act of humility that you got to do to connect with God and connect with the kingdom of God. Whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Is the greatest. Right. And, um, and he says, unless you're converted, you can't come in. And then unless you become like a child... When you become like a child, you're you're great in the kingdom. And I believe in this hour of outpouring, we need to have this childlike trust. Yes. And there's there are things that God has reserved for people during this time. But one thing, one theme keeps running on the inside of me. 
unless you position yourself properly and stay focused, Abner, yes. you won't receive fully what I want to have. And I know the people watching this, many of them are hungry. I just see them out there. Many of them have been tracking with the Lord for many years. But I just want you to pray whatever the Lord gives you. And okay. I believe, and even when I just saw like this wave, like you'd see like at the beach, a wave of fire just touching people as Amen. they watch this. So, Amen. Pastor John, just, just okay. whatever the Lord gives you. Okay. Lord, we just speak focus. Mm. We speak focus for the people of God. Mm. And we speak freedom for the people of God to overcome every circumstance and everything that they may seem to be under. But actually, God has given the ability to fly and to spread out their wings mm. like eagles. Lord, we Lord speak Lord, that Lord, word, Lord God, of wings. Lord, as they wait upon the Lord, Lord they're going to renew their strength and they're going to mount up with wings as eagles. They're going to soar above situations. Mm. They're going to run through things that are going to give them supernatural. Mm. I'm speaking, Lord, I sense that a supernatural endurance mm. where they felt like I've just been wrung out like a club. I've just been wrung yep. out. I've got nothing left. The Lord says to you right now, Mortal you Lord. have endurance you have the ability to endure because you have that ability to soar. Mm. And without the soaring, there's no enduring. So, Father, we speak that word of enduring and endurance to run and not grow weary mm. and to walk. Because after running, God's mm. going to give you that walk. God's going to give you that consistency. God's going to give you that lifestyle change. That thing that you thought that would never change is going to change. Mm. Mm. And uh, as Pastor John was just praying, Whoa. I uh, I wow. was reminded because yeah. this was I was seeing like two different things, and I was reminded, yeah. 2007, I had a I I was pursuing the Lord with all yeah. my heart, all my soul, running after the things of God. I remember I had just uh, it was a challenging week, but I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, wow. call Nashville pre-rally, and I received this baptism yeah. of fire, wow. and I just I just I just release that because yes. I felt like the Lord wanted yes. to release that. And I remember yes. there was an impartation that was released Whoa. to me for like the long haul. Yes. So in the name of Jesus, I release yes. and I just see this, the angel of fire yes. touching fire. and ministering. Yes. The fire yes. of breakthrough. The Thank fire you, of uh, you, uh, the baptism of the Holy yes. Spirit. Some of you just now begin yes. to speak in other tongues, release new tongues, interpretation to of tongues, yes. release of fire. Yes. I see um, yes. this particular pastor just, uh, yes. I believe it's in Asia, Yay. India, the Lord touching Yay. you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Muslims Puka. be touched by the fire of God. Uh, revelation of Jesus Christ. Oh. The Lord says he's going to uh, you, mark you, this outpouring Thank in you, the earth yes. through a revelation of Jesus Christ and yes. God is the Thank harvest you, in Muslim nations yes. and uh, yes. release I, I see it all across the Hallelujah. US uh, uh, God's people you, moving to and fro as yes. ministers of flames of fire yes. and this will come a season says the Lord Ooh. in the earth of a, a, a new way of displaying <laughs> the kingdom of God and, you, and 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 uh, the Jesus. church of yes. Jesus Christ and God is I just see tense Ooh. I see uh Whoa. I see even uh as he spoke just 
basement meetings, yes. big meetings, small yes. meetings, the glory of the Lord yes. coming to America, yes. reformers being released, whoa, whoa. new breed of leadership being yes. raised up yes. in the earth for such yes. a time as this, yes. the Daniels in the earth, the That's Josephs right. in the earth. That's this right. is the season for the people of God Amen. to represent God in his yes. beauty, but the Lord would say yes. it is also a season of cleansing and divine positioning yes. and the judgments of the Lord in the house mm. of God. Yes. Amen. Mm. Praise and God. And I just see, as I was saying, that somebody's whoa, whoa. neck being healed, whoa, somebody's yes. right shoulder, uh, 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 flaming arthritis. Um, we just, in the name of Jesus, we release that fire that's being released right now for mm. healing, yes. for breakthrough. Uh, uh, from the time of this broadcast, mm. it'll be a season of breakthrough, yes. a season of overcoming, yes. uh, a season, a, a, a great season of reckoning, yes. a great season of reckoning. And I don't fully know what all that yes. means, but uh, in mm. Jesus' name, yes. we just declare it done. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Have anything Jesus. else, Pastor John? No, that's it. That's Thank good you, Lord. word right there. And, um, Amen. And uh, Lord, we just... Thank yes. you. Thank you for everything you've done. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Friends, I want to thank you for joining us. Next Amen. week, you don't want to miss next week, we will be back here with Pastor John, part two, and uh, we'll continue our conversation uh, about what God is doing in the earth. I want to thank you for joining us, whether you're joining us, us every Thursday, 6.30 Eastern, or you catch the replay. I'm honored that you would choose to receive from this ministry and from the guests I bring on. And uh, we are committed as a ministry to equipping you to display the brilliance of God. So I want to encourage you, look at previous broadcasts of archive broadcasts, uh, look at our sermon teachings, and also really, really excited. My book is now available. Awesome. Uh, on uh, It's still on pre-sale when this broadcast comes out, but you can read uh, um, introduction chapter if you're just like, hey, I want to get a feel for it. It's available on our website, also on amazon.com. And if you enjoy the book, I encourage you, write us a review, spread the information, give it to a friend. But thank you for joining us, and I bless you tonight in Jesus' name. Amen.